Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's our new episode of The Whole Avocado. Join me and Luke as we talk all things about the week and uh, we talk about getting old so uh, that'll be nice. So uh, if you're not uh, checking us out on YouTube do check us out. Uh, there's no video with this one but there'll, uh, there'll be some pictures, you know, something to look at. Um, so yeah. This is uh, Cookie Cast, the whole avocado. I should have been how we started. I should have said, fuck you, Bunker. You can't like it. Thank you. <laughs> can't go out. He's not here. What? Blanket's not here. No. Well, here we are again. Again. It's almost becoming a re- reoccurrence. A recurrence. Maybe it's becoming too much. No. It's, oh, okay. It's perfect. So what, what is this, episode three? I mean, if you don't break it down into individual episodes is it three like you know like we did the, the first so one was, was split into two yeah there was number one parts one and two parts one and two then there was number two yeah because we did best of worst of and then obviously this is three which is you know moving away from the best of and worst of yeah so yeah, here we are. Here we are again. Whole avocado, episode three. Cookies here. You'd hope. You'd hope. Huh? You know. Don't have to be. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Again. Who else is here? No one. No one. Maybe one day we could. Glass of water. Kind of pop. Oof. So we kind of pop. Is it zero? It's zero, of course, zero. Obviously, we can't say what brand it is because we're not sponsored by them. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, but we could. I could maybe say, oh, Coke Zero. Coke Zero, this is Oh, it is the best drink. Oh, my goodness. What a drink. Would you say it was refreshing? Oh, very. So refreshing. Thirst quenching. So refreshing. Yeah. Very Moorish. No, that's. Yeah, did you know there's, there's still that there is a theory that there is still a percentage of cocaine? I in coke. think it would be a hell of a lot more money than ninety pence a can, <laughs> if that were true. It's the it's still they still use the same leaves, so apparently there is a percentage. I'm just gonna call bullshit on that. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't overly sure. But it's all, made, it's, all, it's all made in secret. Well, yeah. It's all made in different places. Well, you could say the same for uh, KFC. We don't know what all the herbs and spices are in there, are in that. We don't know what the chicken is in that. No. Do you remember when they had to change from Kentucky Fried Chicken to KFC? Because they weren't allowed to call it chicken anymore. Well, no, they still call it, they, they call it chicken. 
I want to try that vegan chicken one that they, uh, they brought out. Vegan chicken? What I don't get about that, though, is, like, if you're a vegan, why of all places would you want to go was KFC? Why don't you just go, go to a vegan place? It's the same with, like, the vegan options in McDonald's or... Well, Burger King. Did we talk about this before? I think we talk, mentioned it. Talk about McDonald's were in a lot of trouble for their quote unquote vegan option. And wasn't it Burger King that saying it wasn't a vegan option, it was a vegetarian? Because They're it was cooked on the same grill as the meat. That's actually on their TV advert. Yeah. It says across the bottom. Yeah. And I was like, oh, because nobody's going to complain about that in any way, show. It's like, please no. They well, could, it's it's aimed. The they're place. saying it's aimed at people who want to eat less meat. So, the theory is is that everybody should cut down their meat consumption I, to a couple of days a week. If that, I a hundred percent agree. And something that was that was interesting that brought up recently was about how we used to eat meat like when we were kids how we used to eat meat then it wasn't very often wasn't very often part of the reason that my family became vegetarian was because of the the lack of the amount of time we ate meat and would always comment on how on the days that we did eat meat those were the meals that there was a higher likelihood that me and my sister wouldn't eat them for me it's the cost as well you know cost of living well if you want to eat meat every day your food weekly food shop is going to be astronomical but then i've got like two or three people on social media that um obviously through january in america where where we were doing um vegan january they were doing carnivore month right like people are doing 31 days of Eating nothing but meat. Good protein, but, you know, there are other ways of getting it. Yeah. And, and you know, there's the, there's the Game Changers documentary where even Arnie was like, there's no reason, there is actually no reason to eat meat. When I went to um, when I went to Florida last year, I had the uh, Impossible Burger, and I had it several times while I was there. So they've come under a lot of criticism. The Impossible Burgers. Mainly because the ones that they were selling over here, the carbon footprint setting, you know, they were being made abroad, frozen, brought over here. When you need to get, eat something, it's going to be a bit more local-based. Something to do with... Something to do with something that's in it. I know that um, on, the, on Bill Burr's podcast, him and his wife got into a conversation about these Impossible Burgers... Something about they can cause men to lactate. Oh. Which I think is something to do with soy. Yeah, but only if you're eating like... An astronomical Yeah, exactly. It. It's like the whole like Nutri-3 causes cancer. You have to have a ridiculous amount yeah. in one go to be able to... You know, it's, it's just one of them kind of... One of them things that... Those myths that have got blown out of proportion... And people just think, you know, right, I can't eat that anymore because I'm going to start squirting some milk out of my old titties. That's what I was laughing at today. <laughs> oh, God, I came out and I was like, I said, I was saying to Lana, I was like, 
I was listening to uh, listening to a podcast at work, just crying at my desk because I was laughing so much. And it was about uh, kind of about male lactation. Um, but yeah, apparently one one camp says it's not possible, and another camp says that it is. Well, I can't say I've researched it enough to comment. No, I, I, I haven't either. I speaking of research, I haven't researched any of these vegan options. Well, I will gladly say I would. I am more than happy to eat the Impossible Burger because it is really good, really tasty, and as a meat eater, someone who enjoys a really good burger, I would often pick that over a burger. There's something about it's got beetroot in. There's a beetroot version, like the beet burger, but it's not that. Beet's better. Beet's better, yeah. Um, this chicken element, I'm not really keen on because that's like, uh, they call it, is it Satan or something like that? Satan, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, well, <laughs> as it sounds, and it's basically uh, the gluten extracted from flour and then cooked, which you really shouldn't be eating. Okay. Because that is like, almost like a waste product. I mean, it's a fantastic way to find out if you're a celiac. You know, oh, I'll just eat this seitan. Oh, definitely celiac. As you bend double and have stomach pains. Nice. Yeah, we should definitely eat less meat. Well, not we, because you don't eat meat. I have meat maybe once a week, if that. Um... Somebody I work with, an, uh, an alumnus of the podcast, has switched a, di- a diet from eating meat, quote unquote, regularly to eating meat once a week. Yeah, I, you know, if I go out, you know, I'll have some meat then. I'll, you know, if you, you go out for a steak, you go out for a really good burger, you know, those kind of things I'm not going to cook at home, ever, because I'm shit at cooking. Yeah, for a wee- for a vegetarian, you do cook meat well. Mm. I always remember when we were kids, you used to make a good bacon sandwich. I uh, I heard something today, and I was like, sounds like a game changer. That it's like season the pan, not the food. What? No, it's the other way around, isn't it? Ah, oh, that's interesting. You season the pan to keep it so it's like things don't stick to it and things like that. Apparently, you're supposed to put your butter in the pan. Then you're supposed to put your salt and pepper in the pan, and then you put your meat. That's in. nonsense. Nonsense. So, I'm like, you know, I might need to try that to find out which which is which is the best. But yeah, today I heard season the pan. Well, I also heard that if you use buttermilk in your pancakes, they become really thick. Buttermilk pancakes. Buttermilk pancakes, yeah, and I. This, uh, if you ever get a chance, have a research of, um, I think they're called Japanese souffle pancakes. Those those monsters. Oh my god, they're like, you know, like... They're all wobbly and stuff. Yeah, yeah. those look amazing. Do you know how to make buttermilk? Isn't it like vinegar and cream or something ridiculous? Like, oh, milk, lemon I can't remember. juice. Lemon juice, that was it. You put lemon juice into milk. Yeah. And stir it, and that's, that's buttermilk. Yeah. Right. Or just buy some. Can buy it, but in a pinch you can make it. Yeah. 
I used to just make it and then make pancakes. What an interesting podcast conversation we're having right now. Somebody out there is like, I didn't know that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make me some buttermilk pancakes. They are really good. So, I've not really been up to much. You've obviously been up to stuff because everyone's listened to The Darkest Timeline. So they know what you've been up to. I've I've not been up to much. Uh, it's the way you know the way the way of the release. How are you feeling? Um, I am eight percent better than I was. Excellent. It's uh, it's a slow road of recovery. Well, you can tell everyone about how you're feeling on the next Dax timeline. Oh, by the next one, I'll be another eight percent better. I'm sure. And it'll be a hundred and eight percent better. Oof. Other than that, I have not been up to much. Um, what did you do at the weekend? Head back. We're going to talk about that later. Hey. Yeah. Food shopping. Oh, I went to see Parasite on Friday. This is before it won all the Oscars. I went to see Parasite on Friday. It was good. Really, really good film. Did it win some Oscars? It won four Oscars. Did you not know? Wow. Won best movie. Really? Yep. Wow. And I've heard nothing things. but good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, wanted, it kicked it. Joker's ass. It kicked 1947 or what it was called. But, yeah, did really well. Really good film. It's like, a really, it's a dark comedy up until about halfway and you're like, oh no, it, it's no longer a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. No, it's just dark. But he has made some great films. Um, I think I recommended Snowpiercer to you before. You did? Yeah. It's not, I don't the, think it's on Netflix anymore, though. Uh, no, I checked the other day. Chris Evans in it. Yeah, the actor, not the radio DJ. Yeah. yeah. It always used to pop up on Netflix, and I was always like, eh, eh. It's got a really good cast, actually. It's got a bunch of people you recognise from other things, and I think he did um, he did that Okja movie as well, about the genetically... Oh, the yeah, couldn't watch all that. It was a bit too. Yeah, didn't like it. No, no, it was. I didn't like. I didn't like. I didn't like, it. I didn't like the all the the violence against the pig. So I, I kind of. Well, and, you so know, it is. Yeah, well, exactly. It kind of. You don't want to think about that stuff. So I did it too much. Well, yeah, Saturday it was pretty quiet. Food shopping, stuff like that. Caught up on a couple of shows I've been watching. Picard, quite good. <clears throat> Definitely getting old. Is um, Jean Luc. Whoopi's coming back for the second series. So I read, yeah. I watched a video where he uh, he offered her the role back. Damn right. Need some more retro people in there. I also saw uh, the Vin Diesel once. Uh, once, Dame uh, Judy Dench in there. Uh, oh my uh, god! The Fast and the Furious nonsense. <laughs> I mean, those films are nonsense anyway. So yeah, obviously they've had the trailer for the is nine number nine with the uh, <clears throat> swinging cars across the ravine. Yeah, I I, I said um, another podcast alum, Mister uh, Mister Panos, <clears throat> he. Uh, he loves 
The Fast and the Furious movies. I love the Fast and Furious movies. Loves the Fast and the Those Furious. movies got great from five onwards. Um, but I said to him, I was like, oh, I've seen the trailer of the new one. He's like, no. Like, uh, they, they might have finally gone too far. Having John Cena in it as Dom's brother. <laughs> yeah. It's like nine movies in and it's like, hey, I've got a brother. Did I, did I, did I mention this? Mention I mean, we're nine movies in, but, you know. And, I mean, he doesn't look like me. Nope. Well, nah. I mean, you know, those, those small minor And why is Helen Mirren in it? When it's not got bloody... Jason Statham? Yeah. I... Obviously, the you know, Dwayne's not in it, and when because he fell out, they all fell out. Tyrese had to make another video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tyrese! <laughs> give you, uh, I'll give you a million dollars if you stay off social media. <laughs> and uh, and they brought back um, Han as well, even though he's dead. Han Solo. Han Solo, no, Han from... Uh... Han from Tokyo Drift yeah. and other other films from the franchise until the point he died uh, and now he's back, yeah. Because maybe he, you know, he said yeah because he needs some acting jobs unlike Gal Gadot who's obviously not going to come back because she is in demand. Yeah. Wonder Woman, 1984. That looks all right. Where they uh, in Wonder Woman 1984, where they bring a character back from the dead. <laughs> yeah, it's the one. But at least they're gonna have like Kristen uh, Kristen Wiig is like proper cheetah, not you know she's gonna be a proper meta human style. Yeah. Yeah. I only watched the first Wonder Woman once. Yeah, once enough. I... It was another one of those films that had been very highly reviewed and I watched it and went mm, what was it was it that good did you see that um, Suicide Squad 1.5 sorry I mean uh, Birds of Prey Birds of Prey has um, had amazing reviews it made, well it had good reviews but it's opened the worst of the DC movies yeah why because nobody understands what it is like yeah. somebody like you or me will be like, well, we understand what the Birds of Prey is. Yeah. You know, even going like, well, there was a TV series of the Birds of Prey. Yep, terrible. You know, so on and so forth, whatever. We, we know who the characters the are in it. Yeah. To the layman, it's like, why is Harley Quinn in a movie? Yeah. On her own. Where's the Joker? Oh, is the Joker in it? No. No. Oh, then I don't know what I would be watching. I want to go see it. It's not on a city screen. I imagine that I will see it at some point. On home video? On home movies. Not those kind. Not those kind. No. So, other than that, yeah, I've been up too much, and uh, I suppose we should really get into the main subject matter of, of today's the reason podcast. That, the reason that we gathered here today. Yeah, exactly. Go on then. So, I was having a think since the last time, and it's coming up to, uh, well, let's, we both have something coming up this year, different times, which uh, is a big, it's quite a, I want to say it's a special thing, 
because I don't like to think of it that. But we both have a an event coming up. And that event is that we both turn 40 this year. So I want to talk to you about staring down that barrel of 40. I tried to find a picture for uh, staring down the barrel of 40. Uh, it didn't go well. I just got a load of pictures of guns. <laughs> Did you search for Gary Oldman but forgot the app? It, uh, yeah, because obviously it's like a, you know, it's a phrase, <coughs> but the internet doesn't seem to understand Maybe it's that. not a phrase, maybe it's a phrase that you have egg-conned from something else. That I've just forced upon the world. Yeah. Possibly. But yeah, so, I've got, like, 23 days before I, so less than a month, before I, I am officially... <sighs> Well, what do they call it? They call it middle-aged. Middle-aged. But as I said to you the other week, you know, you could be 25 and middle-aged. Depends True. on when you die. So I might not be middle-aged. I could be, you know, quarter. Twilight years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could you be. You know the thing that, I, that, that strikes me the most? It's when I look back and think about 40-year-olds when we were kids. It seems so old. Yeah, you think like, like I always, I always picture, no matter what age they were at what time, your parents were forty. Yeah. But they, 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 they probably weren't. You know, by the time uh, I'll have been, did I turn twenty one? Yeah. I mean, you did get there because you're, you're coming so, up to 40 now, so... So when I turned 21, my mother turned 40. Right. So, if you think of, it, think of it in that sense, but 40 was like, your parents are 40. And like, I don't know, teachers. Like, that that's the age difference. You were a child and every adult was 40. Yeah, but you think about... When you were a kid and you were thinking about, oh, when I'm going to be 40, you know, the kind of things you expected from yourself at 40. Whew. Exactly. Uh, I should have a, at least have a Porsche back there. Well, I'm not, like, but all the other things, like, that other people expect from someone who's going to be a 40, like a, a youngster's looking at a 40-year-old, like, I'm 20, I'm, like, let's say I'm 19. When I'm 40, I'm going to have, I'm going to have my house, I'm going to be married, I'm going to have kids. Yeah. You know, and for me, every, like, major milestone towards 40, I was like, oh, well, I've got till 30 to, like, really decide I'm, well, I want to have a kid. And then I was like, oh, 35 maybe. <laughs> oh, 40. I've still not got a kid. Maybe, maybe just pick one up. Just... You've got several, haven't you? I couldn't take one of yours. Borrow one if you want. I've got a cat. I don't need a kid. She's kid enough for me she's a pain in the ass it's a different it's a different thing I mean, but yeah okay fair enough I'm married been married for several years two first 
I'm still not going to call it that. First and only. The reason I brought the reason. So that that's that doesn't make a lot of sense. I uh, I said to Luke earlier today. I was like, "Do you introduce your wife as your first wife?" Because I was listening to a podcast where one of the two people was saying that they do introduce their wife as their first wife, and the other was like, uh, "I go with this is my current wife." Yeah, I don't think that would go down too well. But I saw, I was telling people at work today that I was looking through uh, alternate Valentine's Day cards. So there's like these companies that have popped up in the last few years that they'll make you a Valentine's card and put a message in it and stuff. Like Thoughtful. I I actually ordered from Thoughtful this year. So did I. Yeah. (laughs) Was it because of Facebook? Maybe. Or Instagram or whatever. It was some, an advert that popped up and it was thoughtful, and I was like, "That's a, that's quite a cool card. I like that." See, I, I've I've never had the balls to do it, but every year for the last, it's like four or five years, I've got like one of these like insulting cards, and I'm like, uh, I would have never had the balls to do that. So now I feel safe that I can do it. Um, but I kept telling people today that my favourite one was. Uh, on the front it just said you are perfect for my first wife and I'm like that is absolute genius so you both well can't believe we both got suckered in by some wow. kind of social media advert no proves it works yeah. well yeah well only because it had like one perfect car and I was like that's like exactly I love you more no, similar though. It was. Um, I love you less than the cat. No, it was. Um, I love you more than this, and it was like because we. I always say, I, like one of my things I want to do in life. Like I want to walk down the street and I want to find a box of kittens. Like I really want a box of kittens, and like I'd be like, I'm gonna look after you, kittens. And the card says, I love you more than this, and there's an arrow, and it put there's a box of kittens. <laughs> so, you know. I thought I was a really apt card for my relationship. <laughs> I really want a box of kittens. Don't send any in. <laughs> uh, yes, Luke's address is... No. So yeah, 40. We... Yeah, I got married. Don't have a kid. I don't have my own house yet, but that's that's soon. That's on the cards. Um, I mean, this is another thing. For our generation, it's so difficult but obviously there are things out there that's helped by it is but for me right I'm having to look outside of York because <sighs> it's so expensive to live in York it's the houses we can afford are well we've been looking at a bracket of 200 max you can get a terrace for that in a shite area of York uh, or yeah. you can move to Malton get a good house but then you've got your travel. It's not too far. It's kind of like travelling to Pocklington or somewhere like that. But at least Malton's got a train. It's got the buses. You're not going to get stuck in traffic if you're on the train trying to get back into York. It kind of works for me. It's just expensive. It's going to cost you two, just an, uh, about 1800 a year for a season pass. Yeah. Which works out about 100 and. 50 a month or something like that which is a lot which is a lot we, of money um, 
You might as well get rid of the car if you're going to do that. Yeah. I went to um, Leon's dad's. I'm not going to say where where Leon's dad lives, but I went to Leon's dad's. I went into the house. It's like, wow. It's like big house. Like the, you know, like when the rooms are big rooms. Yeah. You, know, you don't have those high ceilings. Yeah, yeah. You don't have all those restrictions. But when when it's a little bit further out, like the houses are built bigger. Yeah. And the rooms are bigger because of it. Big old garden. I like got into like the various rooms, like the kitchen just goes on, and you know you go into like other rooms and stuff. And it was like, and I kept going, and I was like, the house is amazing. So I had a really nice house. And like when I was leaving, I was like, oh, you know, you've got a lovely house and all this. And then later it was like a conversation about how much the house in question had cost. Sorry. Less than this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Considerably. How long has he had it? One. Like many, many years, so. No. Oh. No, like recent. Like two or three. It's pretty good. Uh, but it's just where it is, it's like, you know, the further out from from York, certainly. Yeah. The the money just goes down. I wonder if this. So, I know that people listening can't see this, but let me just show you. Right, this house. Right, this is a hundred and one hundred and sixty-five in Malton. Right. So, massive garden. Jesus. Big rooms. Yeah. Entrance hall. Oof. Yeah, massive kitchen. Wow. It's three bedroomed, little attics done out. A rocking chair. It was a rocking chair, yeah. <laughs> Creepy or what. But yeah, and that was 165, and that's in Malton. Yeah, and that's, that, that's the sort of thing you're talking about. You that, know. that house is bigger than this house. Yeah. It's got a massive garden. Yeah. And just because it's in Malton. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah, we've been looking them on because I think it's going to be, we're going to have a run out there at some point and have a look around and I know a few people who live there, not lived there maybe, so I don't really keep in touch with them. Yeah, I know people who come from Malton, I know people that live out that way now. I hear there's a nice uh, bacon factory out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's close to Scarborough, you can, uh, you know. Well, it's halfway, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Eden Camp's near there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so, um, you know, we expected to, you know, for my, young Luke expected to have a house, to have a kid, to be married, to, you how, know... How, how old is how old is young Luke in this... In this well, like, scenario? you know, when he was, like, think to, thinking to himself that, you know... When thirty. Well, thirty was the cut-off age. Forty would have been like, but got to thirty and didn't want it. I wasn't ready. I'm getting to forty. Still not ready, really. It's. Everything. Everything that I've done past a certain age, I look at now and go. I should have done it sooner. The big, you know, the big one was I should have learned to drive a lot sooner than I did. Yeah, but you live in York. 
Yeah, I mean, I, there were, you know, I spent years walking around, walking places. Yeah. Going, oh, I don't need to learn. You had a bike. And walk. Oh, yeah. I have a bike. Oh, it's York. York's like really small, really yeah. easy to get to on foot. Yeah. Yeah. And then later in life, it was like, oh, man, you know, that's real inconvenience. I can't drive. Uh, that's really a good inconvenience. And then obviously once with like the children and stuff, it was like, it's got to the point now where it's probably not really an option not to drive. Yeah. It's, and, it and is a useful tool. When I moved to Sheffield, is that that's when I like was like, right, I need to finish learning to drive. And I started I started when I was seventeen. Yep. Stopped when I was seventeen. Yep. Didn't pick it up again for many years. Yep. It, you know, and I only decided to put in my test six years ago, I think. Something like that? Seven years? Maybe six. Three? Maybe less? Maybe five? But yeah, and uh, like you, I, I didn't have a need for it. It was only when I was moving and thought, it's going to cost me an arm and a leg to come back on a train all the time. Yeah. Might as well get, like, learn to drive and get a car. And yeah, we did. Well, I I did. My wife does not drive. She does not. Which is annoying. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> but yeah, so I still don't know whether I want kids. It, you know, we've I've, I've had that conversation with my other half, and we're kind of. I often see it as me being too selfish to have a kid because I like things like holidays and going you know, you can, you no know, no let me finish and going when the kids are at school you can't take kids out of school to go on holiday it's it, very it's, much frowned upon nowadays it's harder to do it was easy when we were at school yeah, yeah, I mean look at us look where we got right a note <laughs> yeah so 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 we'll not be at school at this point in time I would I went to Florida last I went to Florida. September right and it, I got all the rides because all the UK kids were at school. Yeah. Cheap as hell. Yeah. Got all the rides. Great. Loved it. It would be it would be different if you were doing it with children. It would be different. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I'm just like I said, I often think I'm maybe too selfish for them. Little version of yourself that you can teach all the things. Not really, like a cat. Like you cats. can't teach a cat anything. Yeah, you can. No one, well, maybe not. <laughs> you know, the, you know, a, a, a child's probably not gonna eat you if you die. I just think I need to be in a slightly better place with. You know, I would have liked a house before I had a kid. You know, I would have liked to be financially a little bit more stable. Yeah, I am getting there. It's, it's you know, it's I reckon next couple of years, I will be completely other than the car, debt free, which is a first time in a hell of a long time for me. There's no right. There's no right time for these things. No, but do you People... not feel that when you get to forty, that you? I know I've had I've got friends who have had kids when they're older. And I know that some people 
some of those people regret not having kids sooner because obviously it's a lot harder when you're older. Yeah, I, you know, like I say, in every every big thing that I've done in the last 10 years, the only way I look at it is I wish I'd have done it sooner. <coughs> Children's one of the biggest ones. Yeah. And learning to drive, you know, <coughs> getting a house. I mean, I didn't have a massive amount of control over that. Um, but all of the big stuff, I wish I'd have done sooner. So I can understand, especially with like age and stuff, I worry about like. It, it's the the getting down on the floor <laughs> do stuff i've had this i've had this in two separate points like when i um when i first lost all the weight a lot of that was to do with the fact that i couldn't do certain things mm. like it was like all right if i'm going down on the floor give me 5 minutes and i'll get there and then there was the element of i i live here now there's <laughs> I can't, yeah, but, I can't get back up. <laughs> yeah, it's... But it was like five minutes to get down on the floor and 15 minutes to get back up. Yeah, without... it's For me, it's like, I got like really bad knees if I hadn't to go on the floor for anything. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my knees. And like I really like, kind of feel like I need to grab hold of something to get I've back got, up. I've it's, got two pillows. I ain't going to just like jump back up, am I? I've got two pillows that I put down next to the bath that I kneel on bath time there's absolutely no way I'd be able to kneel on the floor nope that's insanity the I I suffer from um, pretty much a bad back most of the time I'd see a chiropractor now since about June last year so it's age mate it is age uh, and I remember I was thought right could do a, a proper like old man dad job kind of thing right I'm going to sort out the cables behind the TV. Oh, Jesus. I know, that's how you know you're getting old. And I was I'd taken the TV completely off the unit. And I was like, taking all the cables out, rewiring it all, getting some cable ties. And, and while I was reaching over, back went. It's like, I cannot believe, just from doing that, my back went. So this kind of leads me on to, like, you know, just talked about your knees there, but have you noticed like th- things going wrong the fact that we're this bit older yeah for me I feel like there is always something new when you get rid of one thing there is another thing and you just seem to notice them a bit more and it is all because your body's decaying as we're getting older I've noticed I've always had issues with, with my knees yeah um but I've noticed the last six months there's been points in time where I've been like like I've parked I've parked at work and I've got out of the car and then walking from like the car to the front door of work I'm like oof like oh my knee hurts especially when it's cold <laughs> yeah you know when it's cold and stuff <laughs> um, I'm not going to say anything regarding back issues because uh, you don't want to jinx it. Because right, there isn't enough wood in this room, let's put it that way. Um, however, I have 
taken steps to ensure that I will not, you know. What, suffer? You could be euthanised as the... Uh... Oh. <laughs> well, I, bought a, I bought a belt oh, yeah. for my time in the gym. Um, and I don't know, I don't know, but I can say this much for definite. The bit that I damaged last time, I can feel it pulling when mm. I'm in the gym. But I can also feel the belt working against it. So I'm like, I presume the the, the, belt, the belt helps. Yeah, well, you'd hope so. And it's these things we should be, we should have been looking into beforehand, yeah. you know, to preempt these things. But I mean, yoga. No. We should have been just, we should have been doing yoga by now. I don't know about that. What Joe Rogan says. So I pulled my back recently again. Yeah. Um, it was on Sunday afternoon. And you know what I was doing? Sitting down. Nope. I <laughs> was playing a VR fitness thing. I was playing box VR on the on the Oculus Quest. And I was like, I played it once before. I was like, oh, this is great. You've got a proper sweat on and a good workout. I was like, right, I'm gonna have a, gonna get my shorts on and you know I'm gonna have a proper go at it. And yeah, I was doing did a squat, went down, and I'd been playing it for about fifteen minutes, went down for a squat and, and ping And that was it. And now it is like I'll sit down for twenty minutes and it'll take me five minutes to be able to walk because it hurts that much when I stand up. I mean I had I had a, a run of back issues. Um, as podcast listeners will know, um, I actually blame a little bit our work. Eleven years being in an office chair, yeah, and they're only now coming up with like, oh, you can have a sit-stand desk. Oh, you can have a decent. We'll get you a decent chair. Yeah, where were you, where was that ten years ago? Yeah, that was already done. I mean, why the hell? This is why I'm wearing glasses. Yeah. But yeah, I find that more things are going wrong. I I want to get back into like fitness things, but I can't, I can't run anymore because I get bursitis in my heel. I was really I loved running. I encouraged you to get into running. Yeah. Loved it. Got bursitis. Can't run anymore. Tried to do some friggin' box VR stuff. Back goes. It's like, what do you want me to do? Like, I can't swim because my back hole at the moment it hurts. When my back's better, yeah, I could probably go swimming again. But it's, it's ridiculous. It's like, why is my why is my body fighting against me when I want to do something good for it? Maybe it's the pain of change. Maybe because, like the when I again going back to when I first lost. Well, started to my journey to lose all that weight. Um, the first week that I was running, I you know I did the couch to five k. That was my first. Oh, honestly, one of the best programs. I still do it. Running. It is great. If I if I've been out of like I always do the thing where I get so far through like the cardio journey, and then I go, it's too hard. I did the the couch to five k. And then I did the couch 10k. That's what I did. Yeah. Um, 
and then I stopped doing the cardio or as much cardio or whatever for whatever reason and then I'm like oh, I can't not do it I've got to do the cardio I've got to do more than I'm doing I've got to keep in grease always yeah. be greasy always and I'll go back to do the catch to 5k so week one you know X number of years ago on the sixth day back just gone completely yeah. gone and I had to make a decision and that was a very clear thing for me which was this is either a sign that says oh you you're too overweight to be doing this you you've hurt your back because you're so overweight and you're running and you're putting all that that weight and that pressure and all that on your back well that's what I think about my back at the moment it's like or this is a test to see if you'll give up this easy at, th at this early stage and I was like day seven I was out running wow because I was like this I'm not I'm not going to start this journey now and stop yeah and in actual fact and this is something that I've known ever since then I can be in absolute agony like my back is like I can barely stand or walk or whatever but I know that the, the best way to actually fix that, to actually go through it, is to push through it. Did you push have, through uh, the pain. Did you have uh, Andrew Lynn's head uh, like floating above you, shouting at you, to run through the pain, round the field? No, the latest Couch to 5K I had, it was like, oh, pick, pick your personal trainer. And I had Joe Wiley. Oh. I hated it. <laughs> I think the one I did year, like years ago was Sarah Milliken. I was like, what? why have I got this person oh, it, telling me to run? Like the, the latest one, I was like, this is awesome, because it was just like a few key things that had been recorded that would play at various points. So the first time, you're like, cool. The second time, it's like, well, this isn't very sincere because it's just a recording of what I had yesterday. It was awful. I hated it. Tell you what, when I used to do it, it was in Sheffield, and it was hard. It was hilly. Can't do with hills. No, exactly. But yeah, I, I, so I'm trying to think what else has kind of gone wrong with me recently. Begins like spots. I feel like I'm getting a forty, and I've been getting like spots on my neck from like, and I'm like, what the hell? I don't, I've never had spots in my life. From shaving? Well, not even from shaving. They were like there before. I thought maybe they're ingoing hairs, but they go pretty quick. But yeah, it's like just annoying. I don't understand it. You know, it's. But I know that, that it's just going through a little little phase and it'll be gone. And some then something else will come along that goes wrong. I had a bad toe the other day. Turf toe? Gout. Well, I don't drink, so definitely not gout. I don't eat too much red meat. So, but I thought that maybe it might be an ingrowing, slight ingrowing toenail. So I, uh, I attacked it and got rid. And now it's fine. With your uh, toe knife? With my toe knife, yeah. I actually used a toe spoon for a while, but I lost it. I just got the toe knife in there so you can really get behind the... Uh, 
I watched uh, I watched the episode of the latest series of It's Always Sunny Philadelphia. Me too. Uh, D Day. Oh, D Day. <laughs> and it's the bit where D makes Dennis, Dennis take, take his, his makeup, makeup off. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, and I've had over the last like I I can't really bad skin issue three like a couple of years back that went it came and gone. I was like, there's no reason for these things happening, other than like I feel like just slowly decaying. Well, that, that's what. Yeah, happens. that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's crazy. That's life. You know, it's like one day I'll wake up and like something will hurt, and it's like wow. Why? Why does that hurt? It's like I didn't do anything to do, like to make that hurt. I got a crick in my neck. I think it was last Monday, and by like Thursday, if I turned my head in a certain way, it still hurt. And I was like, "Whoa, a crick in the neck is only allowed to last one day." Yeah. Why is it four days later and I've still got a crick in my neck? That's that's against the rules. Don't get me started on like. For like adult hangovers that last all week. It was one of the biggest reasons I gave up drinking. Spent thirty six years without a hangover. Ha- got a hangover. Was like I'm good, thanks. I'll I'll not be doing that again. And I feel like my tolerance for arseholes is uh, <laughs> it's like getting up. You know, like I really get you're, angry now at like. You're talking to the wrong man. I know, but. <laughs> <laughs> we were both cyclists and now now I don't really cycle as much oh my god they're the worst I get so angry at them in the car I was driving back, I was driving back from uh, um, from dancing on Saturday and there was a cyclist you went dancing? no oh. there was a cyclist in the middle of the road yeah it's like alright what, what, what's this then? And they were like, to start out, they were like swerving. I was like, probably a little unnecessary. It wasn't down um, James Street, was it? Yeah. Oh, they they aren't bad down there. But then they were like, road hides the middle of the road. I'm like, what what are we doing here? This isn't how this works. I gotta get past that one. Too sweet. Are you one of the types of people that worries about, like, the, the the number, the age. Uh, yes and no. Um, I know I'll be all right when I when I'm there and I'm forty. It's the lead up to forty. I just don't like that kind of. I just want to be there and I just want it to be done and out of the way. I've never I've never had an issue with being a particular age. To you know, if I'm if I'm honest, it. But I find it interesting, the like coming up to that age and stuff. Forty is such a, uh, a like a really big kind of thing, though, isn't it? People always. But what what's big about it? Middle age. Right. It's got such a stigmatism around forty. People really but do. But not. But not now. You know, it's that whole fifties the new forty, sixties oh, the new fifty. Stuff. 
40 doesn't mean uh, like what it used to. Don't get me wrong, I do like telling people that, oh yeah, I'm going to be 40, and people, I like I like the, I like the <laughs> response. No, you're not going to be 40. No way. I didn't think you were 40. <laughs> you know, I love getting that response. That, like, that's proper, like, I, makes uh, my day a bit. I don't, I don't get that option because I have essentially, like... You, know, you get, oh, I thought you were 50. Oh, I've had that for years. Now I have somebody who basically follows me around and any time I open my mouth, their sort of comeback to anything is, grow up, you're nearly 40. <laughs> and I'm always like, yeah, just that. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to say it to everything, you know. Grow up, you're nearly 40. Did you know I, uh, I met uh, Mickey and Minnie Mouse last year to Disney? Some bitches on. The actual. The actual, yeah. I mean, you know, they're going to be knocking on a bit. But I'm just saying, you know, I obviously can't be 40 that, you know, I'm going to meet, meet Mickey and Minnie and doing some high fives with them and things. <laughs> obviously can't, can't be nearing 40. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Sort of ailments, yeah. <laughs> Do you? I know you're um, a man who suffers with his uh, asthma. I have done for many, many years, haven't you? Yeah. Have you found that you've got any more ailments, like things? I feel like I kind of feel like I. I can't shift this fucking cold. Well, yeah. Apart from that, I've been. I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and I, I don't want to date this podcast because it won't go out. Like it won't go out today. So no, it's going to go out like next week or something. But we're, well, we've spoken about Valentine's card, so that gives an idea of whereabouts we are. Next um, time we speak, it'll be, that'll be long gone. That'll be done. Yeah. So that sort of thing, that sort of time scale. I have been sick, in some way or another, since New Year's Eve. That is, um, yeah. Yeah. That's... Like, no, and that's not a, oh, at this point I was, at this point I was fine for a couple of, nope. I have been sick now, since New Year's Eve. I've had this cold thing for three weeks. Do you think you're not giving yourself enough time to rest? Because I would, for me, like you, you like let's, let's you you give me a lift home after this, which you normally do, and then you go off to the gym. Yep. So that for me isn't you're not giving yourself enough time to. Well, it's where you should say that. Last night I was supposed to go to the gym, and I was feeling proper rough. And I took the executive decision to, A, not go to the gym, and B, instead, use that time constructively to go to bed. I was going to say, so that's one of my <clears> other <throat> things I want to talk about. The older you get, what is your bedtime? What what time so do you decide to go up to bed? I'm a lot better than I used to be. No, you, I, don't, did you, I don't think you used to sleep back in the day. You used to I used, stay to, get up home, I, I used to get home at four o'clock. Exactly, yeah. It's, I mean, go to bed and get up to go to work at like seven eight. O'clock. Young Luke used to be gallery on a Monday night, Ziggy's Oof. on a Tuesday, Oof. Wednesday off, Toffs on a Thursday, Fibbers Friday and Saturday. Sometimes gallery on a wet Sunday, and we used to go to work. Yeah, that young Luke used to do all that. Yeah. Now, old man Luke, he doesn't want to go out. The sound. He doesn't. That. He doesn't even want to go leave the house. The sound of that's like. Ooh, that makes me feel tired. I, well, yeah. I, when I left the cinema on Friday, we had to w- obviously walk from the city screen back home. And just that brief 
like flash of town. Oof. It was just like, oh, I am so glad I don't have to be out in this. <sighs> Hate it. Yeah. I'd rather have a nice quiet drink in a local pub. <laughs> have a few people around. Yeah. Yeah. A craft beer, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, bedtimes. Um, I'd like to say that it's midnight. And you up at? But that's probably not. I aim for midnight. What time do you get up in the morning? Uh, this morning I had to take the baby to nursery. So I was up at 20 past 7. It's quite late. See, for me, I aim... An early night where I want to go to bed and I want to watch something in bed. Ten o'clock. And I'll just sit in bed and I'll watch something maybe till eleven, maybe read a book. But I usually aim for eleven o'clock, go to bed. And sometimes we'll watch something, maybe one episode or something. But I'm never that late, not on a school night. And then I'm up usually at six. So I I will normally get around about six, six and a half hours sleep a night. Which is what I'm used to, so. But yeah, back, back, back in the day, didn't need it. Didn't need that sleep. Now I need a good amount, and I found myself sleeping in a bit more on a weekend. It's like I sleep until half nine. I don't, especially. Well, you because you've got things op- have to the do. option for sleeping in. Um, it's. I mean, you know, I have had, what was it, last, where are we, last Sunday, I had a lion, because I was staying up Sunday night for the Super Bowl and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so me and, me and Leanne had the agreement that she would get up Sunday morning, and then I would have a lion, and then I would be, with. I'd have a baby in the afternoon, she could go to bed, all that. Um, but... Me being me, it's like, oh, I've got to have a lion on Sunday morning. Cool. Didn't get until two in the morning. Oh, didn't, go, didn't get to bed until three. Yeah. And it's, I mean, that's... I don't remember the last time I saw three o'clock in the morning. Uh, it's not as regular as it used to be, but it happens. You know, I, I it was New Year's Eve and I was struggling to stay up till 12. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to bed. But yeah, let's stay until 12. 12 o'clock hit. Yeah, happy new year, bed. It's like, don't need it. Don't need to be having these late nights. I mean, I've, I've discussed it on other podcasts before, but I, I've always been the... I try and, and maximise the day. But you can't do everything and you can't fit everything in. So you've got to push some things back and cut corners here and there and do less of this and more of that and you know it's that whole thing though isn't it it's the uh you know you finish work you get home and then like you, you don't want to you want to kind of try and maximize that time but yeah. otherwise you just working and sleeping working and sleeping yeah. yeah which is the quickest way to insanity in my book if you're you know getting up going to work coming home going to bed what's the point yeah, what you need that bit what is the point? between yeah. work and work again. 
I so guess. then you're like, right, well, I need to have as much time at home doing stuff as I do at work. But you're at work for seven or eight hours. Yeah. By the time you get home, have something to eat, do, you know, do whatever jobs you need to do, so as to, and then trying to do something, it's like, yeah, you just can't um, fit everything in. So that's where I was always like cutting back on sleep. Oh, sleep when you're dead, sleep when you're dead. Oh, no. Sleep when you're 40. Almost 40. Well, maybe, that's, maybe that'll be the thing. To be honest, I've I've read a lot about um, and sort of seen a lot of videos and people talking about <coughs> um, the importance of sleep for recovery. For um, It's like all around stuff in the gym. One of the guys I follow and have done for in some way for years um says you should sleep as if it's like your job <laughs> you know because of how important it is well, for recovery i certainly wish someone paid me for uh sleeping that'd be nice oh, man, when i woke up this morning having gone to bed early when i woke up this morning i was just like no no yeah i need another couple of hours well, at least because they've put me on these shifts at the moment so i was not, I wasn't in work till half nine, so it is completely messed up. Is it what they call it? Yeah, circadian rhythm. Yeah. And yeah, it completely messed up now. So I was up later. It was already light outside when I was up, and it's barely light when I get up. It's horrible. Yeah, even just walking to work, there was like more people more on the people street, yeah. more cars on the roads. Yeah. It's like, I don't want this. Yeah. I just want to get back into work for eight o'clock in the morning. I want to get up at six, in for work for eight. That's what I like. But yeah. Um, what, else, what else was I going to talk to you about that as well? It was another little segue from there. But uh, I can't remember what it was. I thought of it. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you, um, do you, now we're getting to that, the big 40, do you feel that you are too old to do certain things. So, for example... Too old for 40. Well, for, no, like, for example, for me, I feel like I am far too old to go out on a works night out because I am 40, almost, uh, and everyone else who goes out, they are all, you know, 20-somethings, and I feel like I am... Do not... No, somebody needs to show them how it's done. Yeah, but I... I nothing. Yeah, but that used to be me. I used to be able to show them how it's done. Now I can't show them how it's done. I'm too old to be... You know, we, me and you barely drink. You don't drink. I barely drink. It's not about drinking. Oh, it is about drinking to them. Well, they're old. Yeah, but they're young. Yeah, exactly. They can afford to wake up and feel the way they feel and then go to work or whatever. Well, exactly. I can't do that. I'd have to take the next day off because I would be dead. <laughs> No, is the short answer. You don't feel like you're too old for certain things. I mean, something that there was an age limit on. Well, yeah, but, you know, like... I I worry more about my... I worry more about my physical appearance than... For example, if one of my fears is at some point 
my children are going to be like, oh, let's go to the uh, let's go to the trampoline place. That 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 makes me like, oh no, oh no. because I'd be like, no, because they'll be like, oh, why, why don't you go on the trampoline? I'd be like, no, I don't want to go on the trampoline because I'll watch. Nobody wants to see that mm. sort of thing. I, I'm a bit like that with swimming. You know, I, I'm kind of like. I don't want to, like, to my top, but no one wants to see that. I talk about, um, like, at the pool that we go to, I talk about the uh, the walk of shame, which is they put a mirror at the at the bottom wall Ooh. just before you turn to Ooh. go down. Into, so I have to walk all the way down that with a mirror in front going, look at you, you fucking disgusting. You know... Look at you, you disgusting fat pig. <laughs> for me yeah it was a similar thing it was all the I, way down I, I, I might mention I went to Florida last year did I mention that I uh, might mention that we're doing a little Florida count there ting Florida but yeah I uh, I discovered Florida, what something what fantastic I discovered what they call it's a horrible name but a rash vest or rash top and basically it's a t-shirt you wear to go swimming in. To go swimming in. Yeah. Fantastic things. They're like really like they're a certain material, yeah. quick drying. Yeah. And it meant I didn't have to get oh the UV protecting as well, and that was how I was kind of selling it to myself. I don't oh it doesn't get mean don't want to get sunburned, yeah. yeah. So I had a rash for some fantastic things, it were great, you know, and I could wear everyone self conscious, nope. It's great. And I, I, I don't think I could get you can't really get away with that kind of thing in like a swimming pool in the UK. It, for some reason, that I've seen people in them. In in no, not loads. I've seen a couple of people that have, that have quite popular them. in America. FYI, I wonder why. Um, it, for me, I've had that thing where I've had to. It, it, you kind of have to immediately overcome it because it's not an option to go. I don't. I don't want to take you swimming because I don't like the way I look. Yeah. So you've got that. But I always work on the principle that those are the things that either you come to terms with. So I, I, I do the walk of shame going, you disgusting pig. And then go, well, that's the way, that's the way it is. That's, yep. that's the way you've chosen to live your life. Yeah, exactly. Or you go, yeah, and, you know, let's maybe do something about this. Because I, I never wanted to be fat dad. And there was a point where I started out as fat dad. But then there was the point where I went, I don't want to do this. I don't want my children to be embarrassed by me. I don't want a source of their embarrassment to be me. So I did something about it, and I got so far, and then I had a fairly substantial blip, and everything went backwards. It's difficult. It's for, really difficult for so, to... For so long as well. For like years, it went backwards. Yeah. And then I hit that point again, where I went, my children don't deserve this. So I need to do something about this so that they don't have to live with that embarrassment. So, you know, it's the double-edged sword of it's either a bad thing or a good thing. Yeah, you know, you have to look at yourself in that mirror and think, shit. But at the same time, you go, shit. Yeah. Maybe I should do something about it. Well, you know, like I say, I have tried, I try to do things about it, but my body rebels, so it's like, Find something different. Well, what the hell can I do? I've got this go, bad get back. On the, get on the bike. 
Get on the... I can't. I can't, I can't even do anything because of my back. Get on the bike. I need to get my back in shape. Like I need to, I need that to be fixed. Well, or to a point where it's not going to give out every, you know, five months down the line. Do back exercises. Yeah, but I need to be able to. Well, what do you think I do with the chiropractor? Gives me exercise do all the time. Do those? I can't right now because I'm like, so bad. Just a little bit of weight. Build those muscles so the muscles are strong. I think it's something else. I think disc based. But yeah, so too old to you know it's. I like I say I don't I don't subscribe to the too old to. Do you not though? Well, as an example. What do you so let's say a an interesting looking kids animated movie came out of the cinema, right? And you your kids were interested in seeing it, and you wanted to see it. Now, I'm not talking a Disney movie. Let's say more Pixar. Or not Pixar, let's say more DreamWorks. And you were like, oh yeah, quite, that's quite good. I really want to go to see it. And I can't be asked waiting for it to come out on DVD. Or Blu-ray. Or 4K. Uh, would you go to see it? Would you like, on I mean, your I, own? Or? I generally don't go to the cinema. No, but let's say when you did. Let's say... Let's say How to Train Your Dragon 3. That's a, a, a quite a, a kind of recent-ish... You know, we're both seen. Have you seen one and two? I, I, I own all three of them. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, would you have gone to cinema, let's say, on your own one day to see that? Or would you think, fucking hell, I'm too old to see this on my own? It seems really odd. I like say, I don't subscribe to stuff like that. If, if I felt strongly enough about going to see something at the cinema and it had some kind of age rating and my children didn't want to go, which. Of the three of them, whether that's likely, I'd go and see it on my own. Really? Oh, see, I, I would have just waited. I would have like, yeah, definitely want to see that. I'll wait till it comes out. Well, yeah, I'll just wait for it to come out. But yeah, on, on I mean, I, because I, I would have thought, uh, you know, it seems a bit odd. But and I, I, I worry because I'm of the set of an age. People will be like, oh, why is that going? The cinema guy going to this kids' which, film on the cinema people? zone. The people. The people. The people. You've, you've, you've seen them. You're never going to see again. You don't know. You've never met them. You're never going to see them again. Those people. Those bastards, yeah. The people whose opinions don't matter. Well. Yeah, those people. Those are the well, people. You know what this what this day and age is like? You know, you've got people who scrutinise everything everywhere and will report you for everything. It's like, you know, it's, it's a... a a watchdog kind of society, isn't it? Everyone's like watching everyone. You can't do right for doing wrong. Well, that is true. That is true. So, getting 40, anything on your bucket list that you still want to do? So, I've never skydived. Would you want to? So, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good then. It's that's a bucket list. Never, <laughs> never skydive. This really tick. There's this really weird thing. Never, never wanted to. I was terrified of it. Um, vaguely had an opportunity to skydive in Vegas. 
I was a bit like, oh man, if I was... Flaming helicopter that went crashing out. <laughs> if I was ever going to, you know, that'd be like a perfect place to do it. Sort yeah. Of thing. Da, da, da. Kind of managed to weave my way away from it and, and it was like that. Um, weirdly, after my blip, yeah. I got super obsessed with skydiving. I was just like, good fucking skydive. Gonna go, gonna jump out the, the thing is, I don't think I'd, if I did skydiving, I'd want to. I know you can't do it on your own. No, three, you have to do a tandem jump. Tandem. And I don't want to do a tandem jump. I want to do it on my own. It's not, not an option. I know. And the guy's like, what, "What are you afraid of?" It's like that you'll get hard, um, <laughs> and, 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 and that's how they'll find us. Uh, yeah, you, you have to do a tandem. I think it, at least the first one. But then I'm not sure whether there's like subsequent others that you have to do as tandem. Well, who knows? But yeah, I got super obsessed with skydiving. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do skydiving, jump out of a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to do it, going to do it, going to do it. Obviously, I never did. No. And then I came back round to the, that's an absolutely freaking terrifying idea, concept, whatever. <laughs> you know what really puts me off the idea? Um... It's. I think it would be great fun, but what puts me off with the idea is the landing, because I feel like my my old man knees wouldn't be able to cope with it. <laughs> I just land and be like, oh my knees. <laughs> Everything else great, but my knees landing. No. But this is a prime example where you where where you've gone towards the oh you know your old man body uh, you know that side of things. I immediately go to I'm too overweight to skydive. There is that. I, that's the other kind of thing as well. I'm like, yeah, you know, we'll probably... Jump out of the plane. Oh, my, down. My weight would rip me out of the harness <laughs> and I would plummet to the earth to become the thing I've loved most in life. Pizza. <laughs> Good pancake. Um, actual bucket list stuff. I don't think I've got a bucket list. There's some things I'd still like to do, but... I planned my 40th you did I and have done for years and then decided to throw a spanner in the works by going oh, I don't I don't want to do any of that fun stuff let's have a baby um, so now it's weird because I spent all those all that time planning the, the 40th and now I'm like what am I doing for my 40th <laughs> I'll do that for my 50th then eh, I don't think I'll be here for that Unless I do, you know, make some drastic change. I'd still like to, uh, you know, one of the things I'd still like to do. And what? I'd like, no, God, no. Swim with sharks, no. You know what? <laughs> I often, like, thought, oh, I really want to do, like, scuba diving. Or, like, I think that'd be really good fun, get the oxygen tank on things. But I did a... Uh, in Florida, have I mentioned... I went to Florida. Uh, I went to um, Discovery Cove, and we did this, um, like, they call it Sea Walk Adventure. And basically, you get this big like <laughs> helmet on your head with like like it's weighted down, and you got like oxygen supply coming from the top, and you walk along like the sea like the sea floor there, sea floor mm-hmm. in inverted commas. Uh, and you know what? One of the most claustrophobic, scariest things I've mm-hmm. done because like you can feel the water level in the helmet because it's pressured to keep the water level, the water out, but you can feel it on your chin, especially with a beard. You can feel your beard dipping in the water, and you it's really heavy and you're just kind of like walking along holding onto the 
bar at the side. Fucking scary. As soon as you tip, that water's in your helmet. And there's like fish all around you and things. And you can't swim up because the thing's so heavy. Oh, and yeah. So we did that and uh, that kind of put me off the whole scuba diving thing. And they kept saying, uh, make sure you don't hold your breath. And they told us this, make sure you don't hold your breath. It must have been about 20 times, like, before we went down. And it's just like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you telling us why we shouldn't hold our breath? Now you kind of make me think, I kind of want to find out. But I'm not going to. The single most claustrophobic thing that, that I have ever seen is the bit in, is it the first, no, it might be the second episode of Evangelion. Talking about that today with someone. Where the plug fills with the LCL. Yeah. And it comes up to his, like, chin, and then it just keeps going, and he's holding his breath. And it's like, and then obviously he has to breathe out, you know, eventually has to sort of open his mouth. It's still... The most claustrophobic thing I've ever seen. You could, it, well, you 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 go to that as your reference point for it, but do you not recall watching the abyss? I mean, it's the old uh, the pink uh, mouthwash that you know the the duck only at the dentist and yeah. they, you can give you the pink stuff. That's what fills up the helmet, yeah. and he's like has to breathe it. Yeah. Oh, that's the, it's the exact yeah, same exactly, exactly. Yeah. That is a horrible thing, and that's what it kind of felt like the helmets were going to do. On that uh, seawalk adventure. No, good thanks. Yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. No. It was, yeah, you know, I got through it, but you know, you can laugh about it afterwards. But yeah, I don't want to do it again. <laughs> it's too too scary. That wasn't a bucket list, but that put me off one of my. Because I was like, oh, I'm gonna get a certified scuba diver thing. You know, I'm gonna get be able to swim with whatever and not sharks, but. But yeah, definitely don't want to do that. I did really want to do some like gun shooting in America. Like, go to, I've, I've still not been to a range. But that's maybe like something to do later down the line. Mm. Next time. Mm. But yeah, bucket. I don't really. I don't have an actual list. Just like things I kind of would like to do. If I don't do them, fair enough. Something that I've I've. You know, you get people get the bought those um, experience days. Mm. You know the ones where you get to drive a supercar around a track. Doesn't interest me. That's one of my new things. I'm like, really? I, I really want to do that. Really want to be able to drive like a supercar because, let's face it, it's not something I'm going to do in my life as a you know genuine day to day thing. But to be able to have to have done it at some point would have been like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Because that's the thing, isn't it? You, I just you don't know. think I'd be. I'm that good of a driver to drive something so fast. I think I'd be really kind of like over cautious of it. You get a load of training before you do it. They talk, talk about how like supercars don't drive like normal cars. Where yeah. you would expect to break going into a corner. In a normal car, you can't do that in a supercar because they don't work like that. Yeah. I I think that would be interesting. And then to actually be able to drive those cars, like 
really expensive Ferraris and Porsches and stuff. That'd be cool as fuck. Yeah, it would be. And then you'd be like, yeah, I can never afford one of them. Yeah. I actually watched, um, oh, this is another kind of like old man thing. Um, bear in mind, I, I've never been a fan of this programme, but I, I've been starting to watch Top Gear. Oh, jeez. Right? And quite enjoying Top Gear. Um, I used to watch Top Gear. Many birds now the old guard's out and the new guard's in. Uh, Paddy McGuinness, Freddie Flintoff, and what's his name? Did it last series and stuff. Um, but really good, really funny. Not ridiculously offensive like Clarkson was. Well. Uh, and just in, fun to watch because they're kind of... You know, the kind of um, camaraderie they've got with each other and the kind of banter and stuff. It's good. It's funny. Uh, and they had the uh, the Porsche Taycan, is it? The new electric Porsche on it? Oh, right. I kind of, it made me want to drive that. As for an electric car, it looked really, really good. If I could have, if I could have anything right now, I, I'd want a Tesla. <sighs> yes and no. I mean... I'd, Awkward for charging. Well, this is the thing: the Porsche, you it'll you can charge it for twenty minutes. It'll run run another two hundred miles, but you need one of the big high charger things. Yeah. But then there's only two in the country, or something. They were saying, so it's like there's no point in having this car because you can't charge it that quick. Oh. So, uh, for a more realistic car, I think if anything, now I'd have a twenty nineteen. Maybe one of the twenty twenties when they're out. The um, Mercedes Benz A class, like the A three. Really like them. Look like spaceships inside. But, but it's a Mercedes. Yeah, but it's not an Audi. I mean, they're all the same. They're not. Mercedes Benz are nice. Mercedes, BMW, Audis, VWs. I don't know. My new, my new least favourite one is the uh, the Seat driver. Because, you know, Jesus. That's just a wannabe VW. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's all it is. All of, all of them are all wannabe something else. <coughs> Audis, wannabe BMWs, or Mercedes. VWs, like, oh, man, the Audi beat us to it. And then, yeah, Seat is just, oh, I want to be a VW. But. I've not got to a point where I want a old man car. You know, I don't want like a big no. saloon car. Yeah, for a, I want for a hot a hatch. hatch. Yeah, damn right, mate. I'm, well, I'm happy with my little little Fiesta right now. You know, it's a good little nippy little number. I don't want anything. I don't want any, like a, a long, like a car you get given, like a work car. You know, like a. Oof. You know, like when you get works, works, a works car, given given this by work to drive round in. I don't want that kind of car. You know, oh, I'll just get my samples out of the boot. That kind of thing. No, I don't want that. I don't think anybody wants that. I can have those kind of samples. Jesus, that sounds awful, doesn't it? It's just like. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds amazing. But I do find myself watching old man TV programs. old man TV programs a lot more. Um, Top Gear is definitely one. Um, 
I like a house program. Oh, I'll tell you what. Oh, I like. jeez. Placing the sun. No. Oh, placing the sun's good. And I, oh, you know, if you ever got a day off work and you put <laughs> homes under the hammer on. Oh, I love a bit of homes under the hammer. Oh, I like it. Oh, jeez, no. And what's that one? Oh, Grand Designs. Oh, balls. <laughs> just because well, just you don't watch TV, you can't experience the greatness of Grand Designs. And there's nothing worse than watching Grand Designs and then not finishing the house at the end. Why have I just watched all this programme and you're not going to show me the finished product? Oh. Oh, no. I don't understand the concept, I'm afraid. Well, you young'uns, you, you, you're you younger than me, so you wouldn't yeah. understand these things. I understand. Nothing wrong with old old man TV. Although every time my uh, mum like recommends something that she's watching on Netflix, I'm usually just like, nope, not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> what was the new one? The Stranger. Oh, I've been watching The Stranger on Netflix. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Cross that off the list. Not watching that anymore. That looks really good. That's what some people say. Yeah. yeah. Jennifer Saunders in it or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, who's the main guy in it? I don't freaking know. I'll tell you why I don't know, because I have no interest in it anymore. That's good. What can I tell you? Well, you watch it and you let me know. I, I got time for shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Too busy not watching all the programmes that I should be watching. All these programmes people recommend you and then you don't watch. Yeah, I guess. I still watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine every night. Nine-Nine! It's just... I don't know what I'm going to do when I've gone through all the series again. I have to start something new. Yeah. Nah, I don't want to do that. I'm getting old. I mentioned it the other week, actually. Um about gigs uh, old man gigs where I prefer to go to a gig <laughs> that has designated seating or even just seating you know oh, I can't wait no, to go I'm, to a I'm still happy to stand for a couple of hours oh I don't know about that wait this thing is so far this year there's no, no gigs Why? I think you've been interested in there's been plenty of gigs I was looking at, uh, I found myself looking at, like, oh, got a little email here about uh, Ozzy Osbourne, maybe... Uh, Park, Parkinson's Ozzy. Maybe I should see Ozzy before... He's completely... You know, yeah. before the inevitable. Well, yeah. Special, special guests, Judas Priest. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, like, I've got I've got my, my gig in May, my my talk, my Ira Glass talk. Oh, you're off to a TED talk. I'm not off to a TED talk, <laughs> it's Ira Glass talking. That'll be, that'll be a sit down gig. Yeah. Just sit down here, I've got seats for that. Yeah. Yeah. I would hope so. Yeah, got them booked right the fifth row from the front. Yeah. Yeah, got in there early. You do right. Yeah. No gig so far this year. That may just be a long. Well, it's only, what, we're only Feb. Yeah. I mean, there's still stuff. I mean, well, to be honest. I often <coughs> don't hear of gigs because I, I kind of don't follow the scene as much anymore. 
I get because I've bought tickets through certain websites and stuff. They will just email me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this band that you've listed as a band you like is touring. I like it when they play York. <laughs> so I don't have to travel wow. far. But who plays York? Nobody. Exactly. York doesn't invest in this music scene, so. <coughs> yeah, I, it's, just, it's just not big enough for, for bands. Well, no. I mean, we've got the Barbican. Yeah. But yeah, that there's been some good stand ups at the Barbican actually. You yeah. you asked me earlier who my favourite um stand up was and I said it was uh, Ramesh and he played York. Yeah. Or playing York, I can't remember which one. Flight of the Concords played York. Yeah. At a ridiculous cost. I saw Dave Gorman in York at the Barbican. Yeah. Very good. Spot was whack though. Absolutely whack, whack a doodle. <coughs> I'm waiting on a lot of stuff like that. Like, you, you like your American comedians, though. I do like my American comedians. Yeah. I'm waiting on uh, on Bertie Boy's Will Tower. So, Bertie uh, Bot's all flavoured jelly beans? No. Oh. Uh, it's, it's listed as a world tour, so I'm just waiting for those UK dates to come up. Yeah, you I'll keep waiting. I'll, I'll buy the first tickets. Like, give me the first two tickets you've got. They'll be like, yeah, we sold out. I'm like, you better fucking burn your, I'll burn your house down. But yeah, I felt like I saw like a lot of... <coughs> like, there's comedians that I'm a fan of that will never come to England. Like, Joe Rogan will never come. Maybe he will. So I'm going to have to go there. I... If they, excuse me, if they come to England, they'll play London. That's it. Because they always do. I think um, Mark Maron came over and just played London. Yeah. They uh, always do. I think, oh, I, think, played... I think Miles went. Yeah. Um, but Jero's got too many other commitments to be booking time out to travel to another country. It's like with the, with the UFC stuff and the, he, he says that like the podcast takes up like a massive amount of his time now which isn't surprising because he must do several a week yeah so he's never going to come here whereas like Bill Burr seems to have done what a year or one a couple of years like two years apart sort of thing I'll tell you, he shouldn't come over here. <coughs> Who's that? Kevin Smith. He shouldn't. He needs to just stay in America now. He's no one likes him. He's been a couple of times recently. <coughs> got, I know he did. That's why I brought it up. So, have you got any uh, old man fashions that you're uh, down with at the moment? For me, love a good pair of slippers from so my mum. I got a really nice pair of slippers. That's the same slippers out of here, really. It was a bit stinky. No, oh. they're just, you know, quite big. <laughs> like, like the stupid ones you used to get when you were a kid, like monster slippers. No, they're just, like, big big booties. Oh, oh big booties. Yeah, big booties. Big booties. That's what I took out and keep my life. Uh, yeah. I've always been a, 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 Man, I love, a slipper officiator. I love getting home and getting some comfies on. Ah, uh, don't. Lounge I pants. Am a, I'm a master of the of the homeware. Ugh. Oh. 
I slip lovingly into a pair of house trousers. Get a, get a lovely, uh, lovely jumper on. Yeah. Get a nice pair of slippers. Got my house hoodie, stick that on. Yeah. Keep warm, yeah. 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 Oh man, you can't be old. Bit of, I wouldn't say it's old man fashion. I think it's just more. But I feel like the older I've got, the more I appreci- appreciate. Uh, I, this is where we're going to completely differ, but I like appreciate a more expensive garment. So I will always buy Levi's now because the quality for it they last longer than the jeans. I don't mind paying that bit extra. Just I can't I can't afford to be paying you know Levi prices for the amount my my uh, waistline yo-yos. I can't be paying but Levi prices. It's the same with shoes. I have to buy good shoes. Like I often wear Doc Martens because they last. They're comfy. They're good for. They've got good support for your feet. And you, as as my mum always used to say, still does because she's not dead. Look after your feet. Look after your feet. Yeah, yeah you've got to look after your feet. Yep. Yeah. I've I've had Merrells for ten years, maybe more. I get a pair for Christmas, and they see me through just about. To Christmas, <laughs> I I am desperate, and I mean desperate for running shoes. I do. I, can't, I just can't justify the. Cost. I know you can. Well, you need to just kind of like go right, screw it. I just bought two pairs. I just bought two pairs of trainers. Picking up this week, and you know what? I bought I bought some Nike Legacies, three twelves. That's right. Got my jump. Got my Jordans coming. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. cool. Yeah. Got my Jordans. Can't wait. Gonna go down to size, pick them up. That's right. I'm not 40, really. 25 again. <laughs> don't want to be 21. That was a drunken years. 25. Although someone at work did think I was 27. Yeah. I didn't correct them. No. Don't want to. <laughs> to them, I am 27. <laughs> it's only when they decorate my desk in 20 odd days time when I'm 40 then everyone will be like oh my god Luke's 40 yep yeah I remember them doing it for my 30th and I didn't want to tell everyone I was 30 it's, it's just a it's just a number it's just a number it's, it's a, a number. big number eh. There you go. So probably next time we talk. That's how many? How often are we? How often are we doing this? As often as you like. No, well, two so, weekly. So what? The twenty fourth. Some might say. Bi weekly. You might. <clears throat> so next one would be the twenty fourth of Feb. Not that you like giving dates on these things. But then I will be, oh, then it'll be like a week and a bit until I'm 40. We do your little party. No. Have a party pod. You know what? I thought about doing something for my birthday, and then the more I thought about it, I was like, I don't want to be like loads of people to come out, and I don't want to be out late on a night. I'd, I just <laughs> want to go out for a meal. Nice meal. I thought about doing something and then realised. Nobody would turn up, so... Well, that... Just be me. The thing is, every, everyone has got, like... everyone. The world has changed, like... 
everyone's got kids. So, like, people don't come out now anymore. So, yeah, it's an odd one. Most people to go out if you ask them. Hmm. I don't want to go out. People have options. I don't want to go out. But yeah, I think we've covered everything I want to talk about, really, about 40. This is 40. Also a shit film, don't ever watch that film. I don't think I was going to. No, it's not very funny. Well, recommendation not a films not to watch. I'm sure next time we speak, we'll talk about something much more cheery than the worst of 2019, Wait. followed by <laughs> getting old. Getting old. This bit fell off. Exactly. Next next time we speak, I'll make sure body parts that fell off. We'll pick a great subject to talk about. It might be, you know, it'd be an interesting chat. Oh, this one's quite good. Yeah. Exactly. Considering we didn't have anything prepared. Never prepared anything. Well, That's you. not sure I've You've always got a list. You a love list, a list. A list. I'm listening to today and you're like, oh, I'm going to make a list. No shit. Always got a list. So I keep keep it all together. There'll be points of the week I'll just be like, oh, I need to write something down. There. Topic of conversation. Very good. Right then. Thank Wrap you up. very much for coming. Yep. And uh, we'll leave it there. Cool. Right, see you next time. See you next time. Ciao. Bye. Ciao, Bill. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Good of Luke to uh, make the journey over. And uh, good to get another podcast under the belt. YouTube watchers, make sure YouTube subscribers like, share and comment. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there. Send us some love. So there we go. That's it for this time. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.